daughters, sisters, and wives. They're gonna change our lives. Eat women, eat girls. They'll make a better world. Invest in Now here's your host, Catherine Gray. Welcome to this week's episode of Invest in Her. I'm your host, Catherine Gray, founder of She Angel Investors and co-founder of the She Angels Foundation. And both of those are designed to fund women. And today I have on a special guest. She's a real trailblazer. She is trying to get women and girls into motorsports. She just launched the Next Gen Foundation. Please welcome to the show, Michelle Delapena. Hi, Michelle. Hi there, Catherine. Hey, great to meet you. And, um, you know, you and I have spoken briefly before, and I, I just love what you're doing. Um, mm -hmm. I want to first start off by telling people um, why you're so into motorsports and sure. what we even mean by motorsports. Like when you say motorsports, do you mean like race car driving? Yes. Um, so I grew up in motorsports. My father was a race car driver and an IndyCar team owner. So I grew up at the track. Um, I would fall and asleep. His name was John, John Delapena. Yeah. yeah. So his name was John Delapena. And, you know, I grew up at the track. I would fall asleep in my stroller and all throughout, you know, all my years, high school, college, I would travel the circuit with my dad when I could and on vacations and school breaks. Um, and I love motorsports. It's infectious. We watch races on Sundays. My boys go-kart. It's just something we've always done. Um, and my father passed away a couple of years ago. And so I was kind of thinking a way to of a way to honor his legacy and sort of see what we could do to, to kind of, you know, just honor him and, and work through our grief collectively as a family. And I was at the go-kart track with my son, who uh, is 10. And out of a pack of 20 kids, there were only two girls. And so I started to think why there aren't more girls in motorsports. What are the barriers to entry to motorsports? And when I say motorsports, I mean anything with wheels. So karting, NASCAR, IndyCar, Formula One, motorcycles, uh, truck racing, rally car, anything uh, that has wheels and goes on a racetrack, that is what, what we're talking about. And so I started to think about why there aren't more girls in motorsports and how it's traditionally geared towards the young boys but also it can be very expensive. It can be very sort of elite. If you don't know someone in the field, it will be hard to get in. And so I had this idea to create a scholarship program, which then turned into a foundation um, where we just want to bring more girls into this amazing sport. I love that. Nextgenfoundation.org uh, is where people can learn about your nonprofit, right? If they're yeah. wanting to help support this wonderful initiative. You know, I was just on your website and I saw you have such amazing like advisory people, like women drivers and different big companies that are uh, in the motorsports arena. So yeah. it looks like you have a lot of uh, support uh, of people wanting more women to be in this uh, space. Yeah, it's an interesting time for motorsports because a lot of the people at the top in the really like high levels of racing want more women, primarily women of color, but they don't do the work at like five, six, seven years old where that's where you really start to, you know, right. introduce these initiatives to young girls and start cultivating that talent. And so when I told them what I was doing and reached out to, you know, former colleagues and, and friends, 
they said, this is genius. Let's do this. Let's help support you so that you can kind of help cultivate this next crop of, you know, what will be in 10, 20 years, the next, you know, sort of professionals in our field. So uh, there's, we've been so blessed because we've had no shortage of people that have really gotten behind our, our programs. I love it. I think it's great. And I really want to talk about the roots of this. So here you grew up in California, uh, but your dad was an immigrant. Uh, You had shared with me he was actually born in Argentina, right? Yes. So did he learn uh, motorsports at a young age? Yeah. So, you know, motorsports is huge in Argentina and in Central and South America. My grandfather had a mechanic shop. So in the front of their house, they had the shop and they would fix cars all day and build cars and build little race cars. So my dad was was driving at a, at a very young age and just had that spark. Um, and then after he graduated high school and went to you know primary college is what they have there for two years, he said he really wanted to come to the States and try to make something of himself. And um, so by hook or by crook, he was able to do that. And uh, was able to self-finance. And so he raced his, you know, own cars at him and my uncle would build and they were the mechanics and they'd schlep it out to the track. And my mom would be there with me and bring tires. And it was a very sort of small endeavor, but he self-financed for a while and got sponsorship. Um, but it's, it's a hard business. It's a, it can be a hard existence, but you know, your passion kind of overrides everything. And so he was able to really do that. And then eventually stopped racing himself and moved into team ownership. Oh, very cool. Do you, do you ever see yourself owning a team at some point? Yeah, that's so funny. People have been asking me that and I don't, you know, right now I don't have that drive. There are a lot of people Mm -hmm. that really do what they do very well. Um, Beth Peretta, who's on our advisory council, um, is a team principal. She owns a team. She had the first all-female Indy 500 team last May, wow. and she does she does it really well. So I think I'm going to let those people do it. And I'm I love kids. I love youth. I love supporting them and just exposing them to this sport and starting to make the connections to the people that do what they do well. And I think that's my lane for now. <laughs> what about the race car driving? Do you do that yourself? Well, it's funny. I started to drive when I was 11. So I never drove professionally. I did grow up go-karting and all of that. But when I was 11, my father pulled into my school parking lot and he had a stick shift BMW. And he said, today's the day you're learning how to drive. And I was like, okay. So he taught me how to drive in a parking lot at 11 years old. And I, you know, from then on just have been, been driving ever since completely illegally, but (laughs) it was very on brand for my father. So (laughs) he sounded like a fun guy. He was the best. I think it's beautiful that you're doing this in his honor. And I think he'd be so proud of you and for you to recognize, you know, as you're at the tracks, you know, looking around saying, you know, there's no young girls and, and, you know, or not many young girls in this uh, sport. And like you said, one of the barrier to entries you mentioned was cost. So your foundation is trying to make it possible for underserved community girls to get an opportunity to learn this, right? Because you're saying not only as drivers, but, you know, they could be working on the cars or even working on the computer. There's various ways that you could be involved in this uh, arena, right? 
Yes. So one component is a scholarship program. So we would underwrite the cost of a karting season. So karting is sort of, you know, that first step into racing. There's small little go-karts. They start out at 40, 50 miles an hour, which sounds fast, but I assure you they're safe. And the girls can learn all about how to drive a go-kart. Um, but those seasons cost money. Um, the other component is, you know, motorsports is all STEM. It's all physics, right? And so there's development, there's mechanics, there's engineering, um, there's a ton of tech. And so, you know, how can we get young girls who are interested in the STEM fields to focus on what it might look like in motorsports? Because that's not something that we generally talk about. And so can we partner with teams, um, organizations, corporations, and show these girls some sort of apprenticeship of what that could look like for them. Right, right. Have you had an opportunity yet to get some young girls to try this out that maybe otherwise wouldn't have? Yes, so we had our first pilot program back in September. There is a racetrack in Monterey, California called Laguna Seca, which was my home track. Um, and there was an IndyCar race there and we worked together with the track and various teams and we were able to invite a group of girls out of Oakland, California called the Radical Monarchs and we bust them out and we gave them just a full VIP day. The track gave us a beautiful hospitality setup. We had food, we had meet and greets with drivers, we had meet and greets with Kara Adams, who is a female engineer for Firestone and just gave them an upfront tour of sort of what motorsports is and what, you know, a career might possibly maybe look like, maybe something you could think about that you hadn't thought about previously. And they had a great time. My father has, uh, or I have my father's vintage indie car from 1998. And we brought that out and the girls got to sit in it and they got to put the helmets on and see the suits and just really absorb the whole experience and it was really gratifying and they had a lot of fun. So that was sort of our pilot event that showed us that we're moving in the right direction and the community that we worked with was really happy. So, you know, it was a wonderful sort of first blush at what I think we can do for 22 and beyond. And, you know, this is one of the countries we can do things like this. Uh, you know, him coming, your dad coming from Argentina, um, I bet it was just a big, you know, cultural change coming to the U.S. and uh, even, you know, entertaining the idea of women being involved. I mean, I don't know if women are involved in Argentina. Are they? I have no idea. I think, yes. I mean, across the board, women in motorsports globally is just so underrepresented, right? Yes. Like, mo like most verticals. Like yeah. most everything, yeah, right? Yeah. And, um, you know, one thing that my dad always did that I was very appreciative of, you know, I'm an only child. And so he treated me as if I, how he would have treated a son. You know, there was never anything that he didn't teach me. There was never anything he didn't think I could understand. He thought I was far, smart, far smarter than I actually am. But I was always raised to believe that I could do it. So, um, you know, he had women on his team. He never had a female driver, but he had female engineers and he had various females on his team in other capacities. And so he never viewed women differently. Yeah. And um, I always, you know, really appreciated that about him, that opportunity is opportunity and talent is talent. And that should speak for itself. Right. What was like the, it, like having him own a team? Uh, that must have been a lot of fun, you know, seeing his team in the competitions and how did they do? And tell yeah. me a little bit about that. 
It was incredible. I mean, I was for, for sure the coolest kid at school, period. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, my dad was, when he would come for career day, everybody flocked to the room that he was in. Um, but it was a lot of fun. You know, I grew up, so he had a shop in California for some time where he would work on the cars and have the office. And then eventually when he moved to IndyCar, he moved the team to Indianapolis just because it's more central. And so I would spend summers and breaks in Indianapolis traveling around and it was incredible. I mean, it was a full blown operation, you know, and it was really great to sort of see all the different facets of it, you know, and understand there's a business component to it. There's obviously the mechanics, there's the development, there's all of the PR that happens, there's travel, there's accounting, you know, all the different facets of it and how it, um, how it runs. And so that was a great foray for me to see, you know, how a business can work, you know, and understand that you can sort of create something. And it was, I, I mean, it was really just invaluable. I was very, very lucky for the childhood and upbringing that I had. Yeah, it's such a unique uh, business to be in, obviously, and exciting and competitive and interesting. Um, and I'm so glad you're opening women and girls' minds up to this with Next Gen Foundation. And I really want to see you flourish with that and be able to offer more programs. I think you're on the right track, so to speak, no pun intended. Um, but um, this motorsports, isn't it? I've heard that. Uh, like auto racing is like the number one sport in the U.S. that's watched. Is that true? I, you know, I don't know. I, I would venture to guess that it's probably way up there. Um, you know, yeah. when you speak about motorsports, it's very broad. You know, yeah. if you're talking about NASCAR, which are the cars that have the tires that are under the fenders, uh, you know, NASCAR is huge. And they have various series, so they are on all the time. If you're talking about IndyCar or Formula One, those are the ones where the tires are on the outside of the fenders, called open wheel cars. Um, that's Wait, probably, is that the kind of team your dad had? Yes. So my Indy, father had yeah. an IndyCar. They're the ones that race at the Indy 500. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, and I think those are, that's probably maybe less watched in the U.S. than maybe NASCAR. But I, I wouldn't be surprised if it's incredibly you know, if it's really high up there, because it it's a big, you know, America is a, is a driving country, you know, we're a car country. And so people get very excited about cars going fast. <laughs> so I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. And before you did all this, uh, you were a successful entrepreneur. You were just telling me in the uh, cookie arena. Is that right? Yes. So I started a cookie company back in my mid twenties. Um, my I had been working at a catering company. I was the chef and I wanted to kind of move off and do my own thing. And I had these vegan cookies that I had made and I had a lot of people giving me really good feedback about it. And so I thought, you know, what if I tried to sell these? <laughs> so I packaged them up and I went store to store and it turned out that people really liked them. And uh, before I knew it, I put a business plan together and I asked to borrow $10,000 from my dad. And I started a cookie company that um, I recently just sold. So oh yeah, I, I sold started it? from the ground up. I was, you know, testing, you know, in my kitchen and I moved to a commercial kitchen with three bakers and, uh, you know, we'd pack it up, we'd put it in my car, we'd deliver it, we'd put it on the shelf. I mean, I did everything from A to Z with that company and I'm- And what, what's the name of the company, the cookies? The cookies are called Mishis. So Mishis. it's my nickname, yes. Oh, cute. And so I could still get those? Yeah, they're still in stores. 
Yeah. And who were you bought by a big conglomerate or uh... just another small company? Oh, okay, cool. Perfect. Oh my God. That's a great story. So you are, uh, uh, and always have been a, a trailblazer and, and, and an entrepreneur. I love that. Well, I wish you all the luck with this new endeavor because I think you're onto something here. I haven't heard about anyone else doing this. So I think it's super cool. Um, and I hope you attract a lot of young girls and women to try motorsports, uh, and also to go to your foundation and support it. You know, let's let's invest in in girls having this opportunity. I think it's a wonderful thing that you're doing. Now, how can people find you? Uh, the website is nextgenfoundation.org, right? Yes, correct. And we're on all social media platforms. So we're DPM NextGen on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Uh, we also have a YouTube channel, which has videos and pictures and all sorts of stuff from our events. So go and follow you can subscribe to our newsletter and you'll get all the information. Uh, we'll be at the Long Beach Grand Prix. We'll be at the Indy 500 this year also. So just sign up for updates and we will let you know where we're going to be. I love it. And be sure to support it because it's a good cause. Thank you. Uh, well, Michelle, thanks so much for bringing this awesome story to um, our show today. Um, everybody remember, of course, you can follow Invest in Her on uh, Instagram, Catherine Gray Invest in Her. And then, of course, of course, uh, She Angel Investors on the rest of the social media. And I'm sure you can find us both on LinkedIn. Um, and uh, we have a new course out called Six Ways to Fund Your Business, which is also on our website, sheangelinvestors.com. Um, I'm a big believer in helping uh, both for-profit and non-profit companies uh, with funding. And that's really what our show is all about. And we encourage all our viewers to get behind other women. So as I say, remember this week, ladies, to invest in her and uh, make it a great week. Thanks so much, Michelle. Have a great yeah, day. You too. Remember, if you're looking to launch a business or grow your business, check out our e-course, Six Ways to Fund Your Business, available at sheangelinvestors.com. Our theme music was created and produced by Lindsay Tomasic.